Let's get it going. Hey, everyone. How are we doing? First regular season episode. I'm so excited. I'm ready to get down, ready to get into the nitty gritty. I got my sawmill, wrong way. Sawmill six man, polo, zip up on. I'm ready to get her done. Oh my God. It's been a couple days of just basketball filled excitement. I know. It's great stuff. I know. I agree. I agree. We're excited for today's episode. Obviously, uh, today we're going to be going over the season opener uh, versus NAU, which is North American University. Um, really excited. It was a really weird game just because of, you know, the timing and all these things, but we're going to, we'll, we'll get into that. Um, but anyway, so we're going to do a little bit of the intro that we normally do. And then we will bring on our special guest. Uh, if you saw our description, then you already know who our special guest is, but if not, we will bring them on in a moment <laughs> and introduce them to you. Um, but anyway, so first game of the season, wackadoodle. Cause it was at 11 o'clock clock in the morning. Yeah. 1130 on a Monday on a Monday. So yeah, I had to go to work. I had to, you know, teach my 8am class and then basically leave immediately after that class was over and just say, see you later work. I had to go cause it's basketball at 1130 in the morning. Um, which is nice because I can do that. Can't do that all the time, but it's, it's just weird. Um, I have a lot of grievances about this game and not necessarily about the game itself, <laughs> but we'll get to that. Um, yeah, no, it was, it made for an early morning because uh, I had to get up and drive from Tyler uh, and I had planned to try to make all of the ladies game too. It started at 930, but um, if any of y'all know me, you know, I'm not, I'm not anywhere on time in the morning. Um, no. So listen, I get there when I get there. Um, the world will go on, but I arrive when I arrive. So I, I got there like in the first quarter towards the, or yeah, first the, towards the end of the first quarter. Anywho. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was an early morning. It was, uh, there were a lot of interesting aspects about this game. Of course, the time being one of them. I only remember maybe one, maybe two other games at the beginning of the season, in my tenure as a Lumberjack fan that were at that time. One was like an uh, NCAA season tip-off thing with yeah. like, I think it was when we played uh, Wichita State, maybe. And it was like at 8 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, I do remember there was <clears throat> there was one at least more than five years ago because it was when I still lived in Mac that was like first thing. Yes, yes, I know. And I, I, I literally had to drive up the night before because I wasn't moving. I hadn't moved back to East Texas yet. So we were literally, we left the Woodlands at like five or six in the morning to get there on time. So it was wild. It was wild. Hey, Rick. Hey, Rick. 
How's it going, buddy? Yeah, hope all is well with you too. Everything's good here. Um, it's warm because I'm sure it's very cold up there in uh, Pennsylvania. I know, right? Uh, must be nice because it's literally here. home last night and I had to turn on my AC because it was like 82 degrees in my house. I was not pleased. Yeah, it was, it was not, not, I'm not having it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, so great first game of the season. Obviously we'll talk more about it, uh, in a minute. Um, and we'll talk more about the ins and outs of the game and of course give our thoughts about the good and bad, et cetera. Um, but yeah, so a few other notes about the first game of the season on Monday is, uh, we have a couple guys who, um, have already met the loves of their life and <laughs> met their wife and fiance, uh, so Clayton, his wife, huh? Here's mine. Here's the love of my life. Oh, that's right. Look that's at that. Look. Anyway. Anyway, I know. So anyway, we met Clayton's wife. Uh, Caitlin was her name. Yeah, Caitlin was her name. And then uh, Jelani's fiance, Savannah. And both really sweet girls. And um, if they're listening, it was so good to meet you. If they're not listening, uh, probably for the best. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I kid, but it was really great to meet. It's always interesting and fun to, to meet new people, uh, that are coming either with the guys or even with the coaches. I know we have a couple new coaches and we haven't met their significant others, um, yet, but that's on our list of things to do at the next home game. So, uh, it was just kind of again, a weird first game. And so everybody was kind of out of their element. Uh, another reason because it was ISD gay day. And so, all these children were there and they were taking over the place, which is cool. But at the same time, we were all just in a tizzy because there was just so much going on. There were a lot of them and it, it bumped a lot of the season ticket holders out of their normal seats to let yes sit in those sections. Um, and they were very loud. Um, oh, I have, that is part of my grievance and yeah. I will bring that up later. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so time now to bring on our special guest. So this young man, I say young man, cause he's a little bit younger than us. Um, he started sitting with us last season, right? Was it last season or the season before? I can't remember. He can, he can, uh, he can yeah. correct, correct us. Um, but anyway, we're going to bring him on in a second, have him talk a little bit about uh, what he does for SFA and uh, kind of talk a little bit about his background and some of the fun things that have been going on in his world um, and give that sport a little bit of love. So Jacqueline, who's our special guest that we're bringing on? Jackson Smith. He's the assistant golf coach. Hey, Jackson. What's up? Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, we've been talking about having you on for a while and uh, it just seemed right that it was the first game of the season and you came down and sat with us again. We hadn't scared you off. So figured, you know what? Might as well have them on. So yeah, was it last season you started sitting with us like full time? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Last year was when I started uh, sitting with y'all because uh, I've only been here for three years and the year before that I was mainly with the golfers or just people who I knew before. I didn't really know y'all much then mm -hmm. until last year when I think we met at a football game, we, that's where we kind of got close Probably. a little bit. And yeah, then, that and, makes sense. And then after that, the rest is history. We were on a winning kick last year and I said, we can't, we can't jinx it. So, I mean, no, we can't mess up the winning combination. So <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> so. 
So Jackson, tell us a little bit about what you do. First of all, I know Jacqueline already kind of mentioned that you're the assistant golf coach, but uh, tell us a little bit about that role and what's been going on with the golf team lately. Yeah, so I'm the assistant uh, for the men's and women's golf team, which we just finished our fall. Uh, finished in a good way. Uh, the guys actually ended won their last tournament. And it was the first win they've had since the 2014-15 season. So it was pretty cool. Very good. Yay! And six, actually six of our seven players that we took down finished in the top 15. So which was pretty good. So, and then for the girl on the girls' side, they they had a couple of runner-ups, uh, the two turns of four, and then the last one. They broke program records with um, low. They break. They broke their lower lowest golf round ever, like in a single round, twice in three days. So, and then Sloan, our our fifth year senior, uh, finished well and has the program record for lowest uh, score to par and like lowest round as a as a lady jack. So, both men and women are looking pretty good going through the spring season. So I'm excited about that. That's awesome. I love that because uh, not obviously not a lot of people it's, it's, it's a spectator sport, but not a lot of people, obviously it's not like basketball where you have crowds mm-hmm. of like thousands of people showing up on the course. Um, I'm sure that'd probably be great, but also kind of, awesome. uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So are there any local uh, Texas or East Texas um, tournaments that you guys will be doing in the spring? Things to kind of keep in mind if anybody's mm-hmm. in the area, right. Yeah, I mean it's tough because we don't ha- we don't host one over here, but uh, mm. we are we are playing in uh, Houston a couple times coming up, oh. and uh, in Kerrville one time. Uh, but uh, and actually, we're, we're, we just got into a North Texas event, so we'll be in a, the Dallas area. So okay, we'll, we'll have a couple of those in Houston, one in San Antonio, and one in one in Dallas. So it'll be it'll be fun. That'll be great. So yeah, if there's any alum that are out there listening or uh, just happening to catch us right now live definitely try and support go and watch the the guys and the gals out there shooting i say shooting hitting that ball <laughs> through the fairway uh trying to get the not high score the low score mm-hmm. uh-huh. exactly. yep golf is a little different everyone there's no high score it's low score um and uh support support the golf team any way that you can uh, if you like golf if you uh always wanted to you know play golf Definitely support the SFA golf team. Uh, tell us a little bit about the new, um, the inside indoor facility that you guys had uh, a little bit. So, created. yeah, we, we just opened up our indoor facility, which is at the back of the Coliseum where it used to be the ROTC gun range. Mm. And when, when COVID hit, it was where the men and women basketball team were working out before they got the new facility. And so we, it's been a work in progress over the last few years, but we finally got turf in there. We're still got some stuff to add into it, but, it's working now. Uh, the guys can go in there, especially like on a rainy day or something mm-hmm. coming up soon. They can go in there, just hit, putt, chip, just get a good practice in before going to class or after workouts and all that. And it's a, it's good. And I'm, I'm excited for it. And I've been in there a lot, a lot recently. So, so it's, it's, it's their own little playground. So it's pretty cool. Cool. I want to see it. My dad would love to get a tour, you know, since he's a little hey. Too. next home basketball game i'll take y'all down there so awesome. yeah. oh absolutely give y'all a little tour so yeah no that that would be that would be great i, I think that's a really cool spot um it was pretty much unused for the mm-hmm. most part and, and the fact that you know you and trey have repurposed that space uh for the golf team something that they can go to especially like you said on rainy days or bad weather days and still at least get some practice in 
um, it is really great. Obviously, you have two really great uh, courses in town that you can use. But obviously, again, golf is an outdoor sport. So mm-hmm. you kind of have to have a place to practice even when the weather is not great. So exactly. Love that. Super excited for the spring season for golf. Um, going to definitely keep our eyes on it. And uh, if there's going to be anything, you know, travel opportunities, then um, would love to come watch. I know it stinks. It's kind of like track and field where there's not a lot of East Texas, uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> events. And so you kind of, most of the time you guys are just traveling, traveling, mm-hmm. traveling, traveling. Yeah. And being in the WAC too, it's kind of tough where, when conference is in the Phoenix area this year. So but man, what beautiful golf courses they oh, have! Oh yes, yeah. It, it's been since joining the WAC, we've been able to go to a couple of good courses. Like last year, we uh, the women played in Washington for their conference tournament, and that was pretty cool. Even though it kind of brought back some, I, I sound so childish, but Twilight vibes with the kind of haze <laughs> and all that and everything. I felt like the vampire's going to come get me. <laughs> was it on the back nine? But uh, so we did Tell that, and then. Telling us you're a millennial. Uh, yeah, exactly. Are you Team Jacob or Team Edward? I was. Not, not, that's that's something my sister would be. I was nothing. I just wanted to watch a movie. So. <laughs> you were just there. Uh, yes, I was just there. So. Oh my gosh! Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, the girls did that, and the guys were in Vegas last year, so it was pretty cool. So. That's right. I remember that because you said you got. I think you guys were going to Vegas either right before. The March Madness tournament or our tournament for basketball or right after. I couldn't remember if oh, it was. Yeah, so last year we, we flew into Vegas, but we had a tournament in Utah. And so ah, we, we okay. Went there, and then we flew out, I think, the day before y'all flew out there So for the, for okay. the conference tournament. So. I knew we were all, like two ships oh, passing yeah. in the night kind of a thing. So Yeah. <laughs> dang, I, I remember that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Man, oh, man. All right. Well, you know what? I'm I'm excited for SFA golf. I, I I love you guys. I really do think that you know, obviously, it's an underappreciated sport. Um, you know, just because of the fact that it's not like your typical basketball or football. But I mean, you still you're traveling. You're out there grinding. Uh, you have scholarship players. You have men and women who are out there. You know, trying to perfect their craft. And I think that's so important. So, mm-hmm. um, we're here for you. We support you. Thank you. Appreciate it. You'll see a few of them coming in for the next basketball games. They're excited for a basketball season to get started. I know. So. We had we had one uh, sitting with us who we had mm-hmm. met a while ago. And so uh, his name's Sam, right? Yes, Sam. Okay, that's right. That's right. That's right. And he uh, did yesterday, so I was happy about that. <laughs> Buckets. You guys got oh. Cal Naughton Jr. on the podcast. He did not say that. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Am I dumb? He said, I kid, I kid. Uh, Jonathan, you already know I'm the magic man. You now you see me, now you don't. So, <laughs> if you don't know the reference, it's Talladega Nights and Talladega Nights. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. Because right. what we, if, if for everybody that obviously not everybody knows this, but uh, Jackson is a big uh, NASCAR guy. I, I am. I am. So. Big NASCAR guy. But the, um, the joke with that is they, even the golfers on the team, they think I look like one of the characters in the movie. And, okay. And, He's the same guy that's in Step Brothers as well, uh, Dale. That's, Dale. They, yeah. they say I look just like him. So. Okay. <laughs> that's that's yeah. That's that's where all that joke's coming from. Okay. I'm not gonna say they're wrong, but I'm not gonna say they're right either. I'm just hey, gonna I'll, let that. 
I'm not hating on it. So there you go. He's bucket says we love coach best listen around. Good. Thank you, Jonathan. Good, good save. Good save. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's get into a little bit of basketball talk. Cause obviously I know your, your sports golf, but that doesn't mean you're not a big basketball fan and you know, the basketball stuff. So yeah. uh, Jacqueline, let's take it away. Let's head into the, the general history and, and some game notes about Monday's game. Uh, do we want to talk about meet the, oh, meet the Jacks? Oh my God. Yeah. I totally forgot. Meet the Jacks. So yeah, last night uh, we had Meet the Jacks, which is why we're a day late on getting y'all this episode, because um, we just had too many basketball things to do. Uh, but yeah, we had Meet the Jacks last night, which if any of you don't know what that event is, um, I think it's the Jack McCullough um, Rotary Meet the Jacks, right? And that like the full name? Something uh, like that. It's a very long name. Anyway, the, the Rotary Club started out a long time ago doing just a little fish fry dinner in the um, gym of that church. And I can't remember. Is it I think like it's a Methodist or. I think it's FUMC. Anyway. Yeah. Um, and it's just kind of an opportunity for the, the men's and women's basketball coaches to get up and introduce the team. And, uh, you know, you can kind of mingle with them, the players and have dinner and stuff. But now this is, I think the third year we've had, a nice little event in the performance center. You can either buy a table or you can buy individual tickets. And each table usually has one to three players uh, from men's or women's team sitting with you. So you kind of get to have dinner with them, get to know them, all that stuff. Uh, so this year, Alex and I just bought our our single tickets because, you know, we we are not balling enough to buy a whole table. Um, so we really, <laughs> didn't know, we really didn't know who we'd end up having at our table because, you know, the people who uh, – reserve a whole table can usually kind of request what player they want. Um, so we have no idea. Uh, but we ended up having three players at our table. Uh, they knew where the party was at. I'm just saying. Um, I know. I really think they all were just like, let's go sit with Jacqueline and Alex. Um, I, I honestly have no, I, because n- n- I don't, there are plenty of other tables with no players at. So they just miles came first and sat down and then, Matt came over, Heyman came over and sat down, and then he motioned for Ethan to come and sit down. So we just had three guys at our table when there was like multiple tables down from us that had no players. <laughs> well, we weren't sharing. Sorry. They no, they, they sat down. They sat down of their own volition. We did not beg. We did not plead. We knew that we had a chance of getting no players because we were just there in the back. Um, but yeah, it was, it was really nice. That was the first time we really got to talk to Miles, uh, much mm-hmm. and Jackson, I don't, I don't remember if we told you or not, but Miles wasn't even on the bench yesterday cause he's, uh, in concussion protocol. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one of our new players anywho. So we, we kind of got to chat with him about that. So hopefully he'll be out of, um, the concussion protocol soon. So yeah. he'll feel bad right. for being, being someone who has migraines myself. I know the. I know that drill and it's not fun. Um, but then we got, right. we got Matt to sit, uh, sit with us and you know, we've known Matt since last season and he's, he's always, a he is a uh, hoot bro. Um, and then Ethan sat with us, which that, you know, I mean, we, we knew of him last year when he was a, a manager, but that's the first time we really got to chit chat with him and a fun. hoot. Looked a out. hoot. I, I, I will say, Miles Jenkins, what a sweet baby boy. I swear, 
super sweet. Not saying the rest aren't, but like they are, but like he was such a person. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, super sweet guy, perfect gentleman. He was taking Tammy's plate for her, bringing her a piece of cake, like making sure everybody was okay. Um, And he was, and again, he was still pretty quiet and stuff. Cause I guess, you know, I think he was still hurting a little bit from concussion. And so I kept asking him like kind of under my breath. I was like, are you okay? Did your head hurt? Are you doing okay? He's like, yeah, I'm okay right now. Um, but I, I do think that, you know, the the bright lights and the loud talking might not have been great. But uh, he, so he won't be on the bench. He's not traveling with the team uh, to, to Middle Tennessee. So if you're sitting there watching the game and you're like, where's Miles Jenkins? Don't freak out and start rumor mills. He's on concussion protocol. So just to throw that out there. Anyway. Yeah, um, and hopefully y'all all uh, send your T's and P's that he's feeling better soon. T's and P's. I'm trying to get my light ready. There we go. That's better. Um, but anyway, just had a really great night. Uh, got to really chat with a lot of the guys, not just the guys around our table. Um, it's always nice to catch up with the guys from last season and just see how they're doing and, uh, you know, cause we had an opportunity to speak to them at the sawmill six men event that happened on, uh, Sunday. Uh, what day was that? I don't even remember what day that was. God, that was feel like it's so long ago. Um, uh, the 29th, October 29th. there you go. And, uh, so we had a great opportunity to hang out with them as well, but that was more of like a different kind of scenario. And so there really wasn't a lot of like chit chat time. Um, but after meet the jacks last night, we were able to walk around, snap some funny pics with the guys, um, we tried to get everybody. I think we only missed maybe like two, maybe. Um, yeah. 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 And so we were trying to grab everybody, but, uh, we did miss a few, but anyway, um, just this team, I, I, I based off last night, like I knew they were going to be good. And obviously based off the game on Monday, you know, that's not really the best example, I guess, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, because we're playing an NAIA team, which we'll get to in a second, but. They they are nuts, nuts. Cracking me up. Just they are super personable. Uh, They'll talk to you for hours. They love hanging out and talking and hang and just being together with with each other as a team, which is critical. As Mm -hmm. sure as you know, Jackson, like camaraderie as a team and cohesion as a team. Even even with golf as being kind of an individualistic sport, there still is a team element to it. Oh, yes. And if you don't have that, it's really hard to get it back. And I really think this team is cohesive AF, mm-hmm. for oh, lack of a better yeah. term. Yeah. I can see that. Overall, like the overall average, I think this is like the sweetest team we've had. Very much so. I to say that like we've had some really standout players in the past that, you know, that Alex and I love, but I'm saying like collectively all together. Um, they're just, they're all so sweet and so personable. And like, even last night, whenever, you know, we were going out, so we're going around and asking to take pictures with the guys. I mean, they totally could be like, okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they were all, they were all like so excited that literally we were, we were trying to get just a picture with Alex and I with each player individually, but then mm-hmm. like two or three of them would come up and be like, oh, can we get in the picture? And we're like, yeah, sure. Like, come on. Yeah. And then we'd have like three of them in the background photo bombing, like, and they, you know, would sit there and chit chat with us. And then even when we left, like after Alex and her mom pulled off, I was sitting there chatting with one of them. Um, 
And then, you know, like she was saying, there's like five or six of them there just kind of like all hanging out together and like goofing off in the parking lot. And I'm finally like, okay, guys, well, I got to drive back to Shiler. So got to go. Bye. <laughs> yeah. So they're just a really fun bunch. And I, I, I can't wait to see how that we already saw it a little bit, how, you know, how that looked on the court on Monday. But mm -hmm. I can't wait to see how that, you know, kind of unfolds over the rest of the season. So, um Needless to say, meet the Jacks if you missed it. If you're a Lumberjack fan, uh, you didn't get to go, I highly, highly recommend that you try to make plans to go in the future because it's a great opportunity to help support the teams. It helps with the summer scholarships so they can take classes in the summer. Um, and it's a really great opportunity to meet the players, men's and women's, one-on-one, -on -one, talk to them, get to know them as individuals and people and not just the athletes you see on TV. So I think it's a really important event. So had a great time and the food was good. So, um, so well, last note on Meet the Jacks before we move on, Alex, tell them what, because uh, you were the one who I didn't even hear it. I wasn't paying attention, I guess, and you had to repeat it to me what uh, Jelani said whenever. Oh my God. They make each of the players get up and say, you know, their name, their hometown, uh, their classification, what their major is, and either like uh, one of their favorite things about Nacogdoches or something people don't know about them. Um, yeah, I'm like worried, a little I'm worried like, with Alex's reaction right there. I'm, like uh, a little I'm note back. Well, is. first of all, let me just say all of their answers were perfect. Like they all did well. Either that was like a really sweet and sentimental answer, or was like funny. And so you know, I'm good with both. But then Jelani Stone gets up there, and this sweet oh, reminder, baby reminder. He's the one who played for Cal Baptist. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, so he's the in conference transfer. One of the this. One of the, yeah, what, this sweet baby boy. I almost cried when he said this. He literally gets up there, says his name, where he's from. He says, yeah, I'm one of the in-conference transfers. You know, um, I'm just really happy to be here and to be with people who want me. And I'm just like. Because <laughs> he, he just. Super mm -hmm. undervalued at Cal Baptist, and now he's like actually part of a program that, you know, values yeah. him and wants him here. And he has support from the community and from his players and coaches. He didn't have that where he was at before, which makes me so sad for him because he is a freaking truck dude. And you know, you've seen him, Jackson, up close. He is a yeah. big dude, and he is really good. He just wasn't given a shot at Cal Baptist, mm -hmm. which is just horrible. And it, you know what? Mm -hmm. And that's okay because, you know, he didn't fit in that culture, and he found a culture that he does fit into. And we're so lucky to have him. And after we saw him after when everybody was walking around, we were taking pictures, I literally, I was like about ready to smack and be like, if you, you all, you almost made me cry with that comment. I was like, we want you. We love you. We're so glad you're here. And he's like, I'm just, I'm just so happy to be here. I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's always good to have some like, yeah, like this community over here, you, you gotta have it, it, this community is one of the best communities I've, I've been in for like college standards. So, and I mean, it, like they all support any athletics, so, which is awesome. So it was just a moment. And then of course, like I said, you have the funny answers, like Trell goes favorite thing about uh, uh, Nacogdoches. He said, super yummy. I said, Trell, God dang it, man. <laughs> uh, and of course, you know, typical answers. We love the community. We love the support. We love this. We love that. And then Matt Heyman gets up there and we had been coaching him the entire time. 
Jacqueline and I, prior to them getting up there coaching, I wasn't worried about Miles. He's fine. Uh, and so I was like, Miles, you're good. Uh, it was Ethan and and Matt who were just sweating it. We're like, just go up there. Whatever coach tells you to say, you just say it. Name, like Jacqueline said, where you're from, what your major is. And so Matt's like, I don't know what my major is. I'm like, how do you not know what your freaking major is? What classes are you taking? He's like, well, I'm taking like this business class, this class, this class. I'm like, just say business, Matt. Like, business. no one's going to on this. Like, I know. Like, we're not getting tested, honey. And so he, he goes up there. I thought he was ready to go. He goes up there, stands at the podium, looks at coach and goes, what are we supposed to say again? I'm done. <laughs> okay, we just coached you on this for five minutes. Like, anyway, it was just funny. It was funny. Um, but anyway, let's, let's, let's move on. I could talk about meet the jacks for an hour. Cause it was just a great event, but, uh, but we have, bigger fish to fry. So uh, let, let's move on and actually get to that in a background and game notes about the game on Monday. Okay, so this is the second time uh, that we played North American University. We played them last season for the very first time. Uh, so like me, I didn't have to do the research because I just had to copy and paste it over. Um, but so North American University, it's a private, nonprofit, full service university in Stafford. Uh, Texas, they have bachelor's and master's degree programs in business admin, criminal justice, computer science, and education. I did not update the enrollment numbers because I feel like it's probably about the same. Um, but last year, their undergrad enrollment was 374. So very small. Could, couldn't be us. Wow. <laughs> well, and you know what? And again, they're an NAIA team. So that just checks out, you know? So, and, and, and being a private nonprofit, university again checks out um we're gonna skip over the whack standings because obviously we're not in whack play right now so we'll get to that further down in the season uh when it actually makes sense um so game notes who we got who started so we had a little bit of a toss-up for a starting lineup, and I'm sure a lot of people probably noticed that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't like get too freaked out about it yet, because you know, it's first game of the season. Uh, it's against an NAI school. We have a lot of new players. Um, you know, we have uh, Day Day still kind of coming back from an injury, and if anyone remembers last year, we we like burned him too early in the season on that injury. So. Uh, if you're a big day-day fan, I wouldn't freak out that he didn't start. Like, I feel like we're just kind of slowly getting him back in the groove, which is what we want to do because we want mm -hmm. him to not be hurt again. Um, Agreed. Anyway, uh, so we have starting. We had Kamari Wilson, Latrell Giselle, Nana, Jelani Stone, and Matt Heyman. Uh, we won 96 to 68, and our attendance was pretty high because of all the kiddos rock <laughs> building. So we had 32.50 for our attendance. Not yeah. bad. Not bad. Yeah. I would like to know the attendant. Well, and again, it was an 11.30 game. Like, what, yeah. the fact that we had that many community members there at 11.30 mm -hmm. on a Monday, not bad. Yeah, yeah not bad at all. Like, really, all you're going to be able to pull for the most part is, like, the retirees or people who work from home. Yeah. Yeah. 
what are you going to do? And that's part of the reason why that was made an ISD game so that all these kids could come fill up the stands, give them a little taste of fun lumberjack and ladyjack basketball, which is totally great for them. And I'm, I'm sure they had a blast. Anyway, they looked like they they had a blast during the game. Oh, they were doing something during the game. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Man, I feel feel bad for those teachers because that was a long. I mean, I'm not saying the kids were bad. I'm just saying that's a lot of stress because you got a lot of kids. Mm -hmm. The public arena that you have to like keep up with and keep alive, and uh, that's a lot of stress. Not could not be me, but um, nope. So anyhow, okay, here's a Sean Kennedy stat section. I'll just jump right on in. Yeah. Our overall field goal percentage was 53.6%. Percentage, 33.3. So both pretty good. Free throw, 71.4. Not bad. Yeah, not bad. Uh, Points in the paint, 54. This is what we're missing from last season, man. And again, I'm not going to get too excited. I'm not going to get too excited. It's an NAI team. I keep reminding myself that, but that number, baby, yeah. Okay. Chef's guess. Um, we had 37 points off of turnovers, 17 second chance points, 23 fast break points, 48 bench points. Uh, uh, which we'll talk about in a second. Wow. Wait, really? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. I did not know that. We... Well, I will bring it up in a second. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, total rebounds, we had 45. We had 14 offensive boards and 31 defensive boards. We only had 12 fouls. Not bad. Amazing. Yeah, that's good. Um, <laughs> we had 20 turnovers, which is a little higher than we would want. But yeah. first, uh, opponent turnovers, they had 27. We had 14 steals three blocks and our game leaders. So I listed four because we had four players within like a four point range. Mm-hmm. Uh, high point was Kamari with 13 points, five steals, five assists, three rebounds. We had day day with 11 points, one steal, seven rebounds, five assists. Trail and Nana both had 10 points. Uh, Trail had two steals, one assist, three rebounds. Nana had five rebounds, one assist, two blocks. Uh, so Alex, who was your choice choice for player of the game? Uh, my choice for player of the game was also the athletics choice for player of the game, which was Kimo Kamari, um, played outstanding his first game as a lumberjack, uh, those 13 points, five steals, five assists, three rebounds that Jacqueline just went over. Uh, he was all over the court, all over the court. Um, exactly what you want to see from, uh, a player of that caliber, uh, being a transfer, coming from a JUCO in Chicago, just what we expect from a great JUCO transfer uh, like him. Um, also, it just it really makes me happy to see someone else taking a little bit of the load off AJ because of the fact that all season long last year, poor AJ, our little juice box, he was a workhorse. Now, I'm not saying that he still couldn't do that, but the poor guy has to sit for a second and, and mm-hmm. take a breath. And he really didn't have that luxury last year. So to have another, you know, point guard, guard type position who's in there playing, giving AJ time to like take a breather, right? And 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 not be in literally for 28 minutes in a whole game. 
um, I, I, it's really, it's really exciting to see. And, and chemo is just a really good dude too. He was very sweet at meet the jacks. I've heard nothing but just raving things about him from other players, other coaches, uh, you know, the, the big donors and fans, uh, as well. So I love chemo. I'm excited to see more of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Um, I 100,000% uh, agree with all that. Um, I did say for my own personal, I said day day. Just, of course. You know, uh, he's one of our favorites. I'm mm-hmm. glad that he's coming back slowly and I hope mm-hmm. we can keep him healthy. Um, he had 11 points, one steal, seven rebounds, five assists, like almost That's- a double. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I love this pick for us too, for you, for, for Dede, because I totally agree because you know what, having, watching him come in off the bench, first of all, that's where a lot of the bench points came from. Um, and just, yep. just falling right back into old Dede mm-hmm. fashion. You know, we saw him play outstandingly last year, even with his major injury. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. so, Seeing him back into true, healthy day-to-day form, this kid's going to be off the Richter scale. And he's just a good kid, too. He's hilarious. He cracks me up. You know, why are you doing it to him, day-day? Don't, don't be doing it to him, day-day. You're going to embarrass all these people again. Literally, you're, you're not even the tallest guy on the court, and you're still down there under the basket playing like a freaking seven-foot post. Yeah, he, and, he, he plays like a tall dude, and that's and that's what I told y'all during the game. He he got that first uh, point in the in the paint. And he went back to back, and I told him, "I got mm-hmm. hey, he's a dog in the paint. Like a he's a dog." Yeah. So, who, who was your player of the game, Jackson? Who would you say? To me, I mean, I I didn't really look at most of the uh, the guys that returned because I know they're gonna ball out like crazy, mm-hmm. like Day Day Latrell. One guy that I became a big fan of. And it, I'm pretty sure he's new. It's a uh, Christmas. Uh, Christmas. Yeah. That, that dude yes. impressed me like crazy. Yes. And I mean, I'm so glad down, you said that. Oh yeah. I mean, running down the court, blocking that dude. Christmas came early, mm. you know, and then mm. came back and then slammed it on the dude. I was, I was mm. yeah, I became, I became a big fan right there. So yeah. I'm a I'm very high on CC. I tell mm-hmm. you, uh, Matt Atkins also said that same thing on Twitter. I believe on Monday night, we're we're very high on CC right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wholeheartedly agree. I'm so glad that you mentioned CC. I'm so glad that you mentioned our our Christmas boy because he just impressed. I knew he was going to be good because again, I've heard great things about him, just like I heard about Chemo. But he impressed the crap out of me mm-hmm. coming off the bench again playing lights out the defense on that boy. Jeez. And then, like you said, to come back down and slam the, Mm -hmm. I mean, Oh, loved it. Loved it. It was just fantastic. Hey, Brian. Hey, We are so happy to have basketball on again as well. Like we are hyped up as you can see. Um, So good, good player of the games all around. I, I mean, obviously we love everybody on the team. We're so glad that pretty much everyone, maybe except for one person, was able to get into the game and at least get some minutes on the court, um, which is also a great sign. It's been a while since we've had 10, 
11 bodies healthy on the bench. You're not kidding. <laughs> That's not jinx it. Yeah, knock on wood. <laughs> I'm knocking on the wood till the cows come home. But yeah, no, it, it was cool seeing like the whole like pretty much lineup get in, which that I liked uh, from that game was how they were substituting pretty much pretty quickly. Like they mm-hmm. weren't out for a while. They getting letting other people get in, all that. We got to see different different style of point guards, which was cool. I mean, it seemed like they they went from AJ to what the new guys like what you were talking the chemo, yeah, yeah, chemo, and, and I even saw Latrell take it up mm-hmm. as a point guard for a couple of times. I mean, that mm-hmm. that was pretty cool as well. So and uh, oh yeah, that. oh yeah. Um, I agree. That kind of rolls right into kind of feats of strength. So mm-hmm. um, that was one of mine. I know that we've had our thoughts and, you know, sometimes the erratic substituting can kind of mess up, you know, the flow and things like that. But I think for this first game, it was really important to see different people out there, um, different lineups, different combinations, just to see who meshes the best and together yeah i totally agree for for me it's kind of a double-edged sword because it is i mean for the first game great i got no problem with the the erratic minutely um subs because we got a lot of new players that that, right that should be the opportunity against an nai team to try out a bunch of different um lineups subs and all that stuff uh, for a regular game thing, mm. my I'll down the sill. This is this is just my personal opinion. I, I know love having the amount of players to sub in and out, and I love seeing different lineups and letting everyone have a chance. And I understand there are certain points of the game where you want different players in. I just don't love it being so consistent, like uh, not consistent. So, um, what's the word? Uh, Often. Yeah, because it's like every minute and a half we're we're jerking someone out and putting someone in. And just my personal opinion as like a player in the past, mm-hmm. and you you play basketball too, Jackson, so you can you can attest to this. Oh yeah. It takes you a few minutes, a few times up and down the court to get into the flow of the game. And if you know that within like three possessions you're gonna get taken out, you don't have the time to get synced in then you're you know you're stressed that as soon as you make a mistake you're going to get pulled out and you're not going to get put back in and it just like wreaks havoc on your brain and especially for a player that overthinks uh, it just it shoots everything to hell um so that's my only opinion but um yeah it, it kind of felt like a hockey game a little bit you know how like they substitute like crazy yes mm-hmm. yes which and, like which like for a game like right here you could do that mm-hmm. right totally. like yeah. like this like tomorrow I don't know if you can do that against Middle Tennessee. Right. So Ooh, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, you cannot do that. We've played them before. Mm-hmm. They're a good team. You can't yes, do that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, <laughs> this first game, I had zero problem with that, and it makes me so happy to see that we we literally have so many players that we can equally substitute in and out mm-hmm. that I, mm-hmm. I don't feel like, oh, the, uh, like, crap, if this person gets pulled out and this one gets put in like we're going to be at a disadvantage like I was equally happy with any of the lineups we had going yesterday and mm-hmm. we haven't had that in a long time not for lack of like athleticism and talent but just because of injuries um yeah right again knock on wood like it's nice to have um, uh, 100% and that's kind of you know something that I'm glad that we talked about and stressed that we're okay with it with this kind of a game 
but as we get into some of the more difficult matchups, we get into conference, I really want to see, you know, lineups that are kind of already solidified. Like we have our starting lineup. It's consistent, barring some crazy matchup that we just have to switch somebody in and out. Um, you know, obviously, too, it's an ebb and flow because it depends on who, what the other team, who they're subbing in mm-hmm. back and forth. So obviously, I know there's a lot of times for subs that we probably um, not necessarily can help it. But I mean, if they're putting in a big guy and we don't have any bigs in, right. well, yeah, I mean, again, yeah. it's it's a it's an ebb and flow, a give and take. But uh, I really it was really refreshing to see the fact that we had so many guys that could come off the bench and it wasn't like, and I'm glad you mentioned the hockey thing. Cause that's exactly what it felt like. Jackson literally mm-hmm. line change, literally yep. five guys in five guys out, five guys in five guys out. I was like, this feels like a hockey game, um, which it's not like we're, sub- we're substituting, um, you know, really good for like, meh, we're substituting equal like yes. good for good good mm-hmm. for good it was i mean we are we are just gluttonous right now with talent and I, I i love it i love it um another kind of good thing i saw and um was man oh man we haven't had this in a while but people were 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 hooping i'm telling you alley oops left and right dunking left and right I made a list of all the alleys and all the dunks. I'll run them down for y'all. Or these are the ones I noted at least. We had an yeah. alley from Frank to Jelani. Mm-hmm. I loved because those are two of our new players who have never played together and they were in sync enough to have the most beautiful alley. And they played on two different whack teams. And now they're who they used to play against each yeah. other. And now mm-hmm. they're playing together. Yep. Beautiful. Um, we had an alley from Matt to Nana. Mm-hmm. As far as just dunks, we had Nana had two that I noted. Mm-hmm. I remember Jalil, that. Jalil had two. Yep. Mm-hmm. Day Day had a one-handed slam mm-hmm. and a regular dunk, so he had mm-hmm. two. Cece had a dunk. Trell had a dunk. Jelani had a dunk. Matt had a 360 dunk on a fast break. The Latrell one hyped me up big time. The Latrell one got me up. Let me tell you what. I, at Meet the Jacks last night, I stopped him dead in his tracks. And I said, sir, wh- that, that, the hops, what, what, mm-hmm. excuse me. And he goes, yeah, I really couldn't do that a lot last year because I was literally fighting a groin injury yeah. the entire season. I don't know if anybody knew that. And I re- we really didn't share that very often, but starting right about at the Canada-Montreal tournament, you remember if he didn't play basically that entire tournament, maybe he came in for a little bit the last game, he was fighting a groin injury the entire rest of the season. Mm-hmm. So he could shoot his three, he was okay, all of that, but any sort of like physical dunking, jumping all that stuff was really difficult for him so he really didn't do it he said don't worry i got more where that's coming from i said trell you son of a b <laughs> that that was that lit a fire under my you know what you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh dennis awesome broadcast dennis we love you brother we got up, dennis? yesterday at the game very exciting dennis uh, and he also said latrell check 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 uh-huh 
Because, I mean, that one, I thought he was going for, like, a nice little layup. And then I saw him cock it. I was like, oh, no, he didn't do that. <laughs> we the, all the, lost it. I, I was still kind of hyped because right before that was when uh, CC dunked it, too. Mm-hmm. So we had back-to-back. Like back back. Back. I was like, oh, my gosh. This, that was, uh, if that if that's how it is the rest of the season, oh, um, I'm going to – I'm maybe jumping in where y'all are sitting and get, maybe running on the court. Because I, I, was, <laughs> I, was, I was hyped. I know. Oh my God. It was, oh my God. It was so good. And I, I love to see and then, that. And I, yes, I, yeah. I, I know again, it's an NAI team. It's probably going to happen more. So when we play teams mm-hmm. like that, I get it, but it's nice to see, I, I you know, every, all, all the guys on the bench were getting hyped up, mm-hmm. you know, all the people in the stands were getting hyped up. Like that's how you start a, movement that's how you can continue to create camaraderie and togetherness and for the fans in the stands that's how you get them excited to continue to come to games and bring people and put asses in seats so there's nothing like a good dunk to get the energy up it gets the people going yes people going um so one one quick feat of strength that's not really about our team as far as the game Alex probably knows what I'm about to say. Here we go. Yesterday, we had a fine-looking ref. I mean Monday, but yes. Just going to say. We'll probably never have him again because none of the three refs we had yesterday I recognized at all. And since it's an AI game, we're probably getting like the third string uh, refs. But anyhow, he was, he was looking pretty good. He was pretty hot, not going to lie. Sorry, Jackson. Not no, no, yeah. trust me. Yeah, I haven't heard y'all talk about it the entire time. I'm like, girls, I'm trying to watch this basketball game. We're not worried about the ref. Because usually the refs are, hey. are bad. The refs are usually bad to us, so I would not worry about that. Uh, yeah, I'm only taking a look at him during the timeouts. But uh, yeah, yeah, we were only making comments towards the end of the game. We were already up 30 points. I wasn't concerned about it. And then when I got a better look at that ref, I was like, damn. I, I said, I don't, I don't hate it. No, he could call it. He could call a personal on me. That's fine. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm anyway. I'm <laughs> just kidding. No, oh, no, no, no. Another thing, another feat of strength. Let's talk about our hair game on this team, bro. We got some major hair. Yeah, we do. Drip. I guess the word is I don't know. Drip style on fleek. I don't know what the kids say. It was better than what that point guard for North America had was like going like pig- that. I was like, uh, what, what are you yes. doing, dude? I don't know what's yes, happening. That, there. that yeah. yeah. I don't know what's happening there. But we got some major hair. I keep getting when their back is turned to me because Trell and Chemo's hair is very similar. And so if they're further away. I, and they're both kind of on the smaller side. I'm like, who's who? Who's who? Who's who? And it's not until I see their face or the number on their jersey when I realize who's who. So I'm going to need them to – and Kimo had his pulled back in like a little pony thing. That was helpful. But if they both have their hair pulled back, I'm not going to know who's who if their back is turned. I'm, I I need them to f- have different hairstyles. But, but I love their hair. I love – don't change it. I love their hair. I also love – um Matt's hair. I love I like the uh, I liked it better last season. With with, with the with with his fro. Just natural, yeah. Natural, yeah. Uh I, we got some major hair. I, I, let me tell you what, and 
I'm I I love Jelani's hair. I love all the guys. I think they all have the hair game and and the outfit game. Their their clothing is on also the drip is real. Okay. Yeah. I I want Hunter if you're listening. I want some pre-game fit fit snap pictures. We need that coming down the tunnel pre-game fit snap pictures because they got it this year. I I know, I know Jalil has the fits. We know day day has the fits. I know Trell has it deep down. He got it. I want to see some of these new guys step up the fit check game here. So that's another thing. Uh, A couple other things. We already talked about that, about that monster block by CC. I mean, coming back on defense, literally the the guy from North American had a breakaway. CC ran him down and and just an absolute monster textbook block. Mm-hmm. Monster. No foul. Uh oh. Like sports center top ten block. Yeah. Oh. It was it was well, impressive. While we're on the topic of CC, and I'm glad, Jackson, that you you said him for your uh player of the game, because okay. I have He's one of the few players that I have. He has his own bullet point list of feats of strength during the game. So we had the huge block. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had the dunk we already talked about. Um, he was playing some great D, cutting off the passing lanes. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a really great trail uh, and putback of getting the rebound. Um, he had a beautiful three. I mean, mm-hmm. I got no complaints with him. None. Speaking of threes, guess who's on the three game again? Shh. Like he never left, baby. The silencer coming for you again. He's silent and deadly, and I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. Damn it, Trell. And, he, and again, anytime he hits a three, it just gets the people going. It- just, just like with the dunks. Something about him hitting the three. I think it's just his reaction to it. He, he yeah. knows how to get the crowd into it after making a yes. shot. That, that's what helps him. So I going, agree. It, it gets me going too. So Jesus, there's something about his reaction to it is what, not saying the other guys, when they make three, nobody mm-hmm. gets excited. We do. But there's just something about when Trell makes a three, it yeah. just takes the energy from here to, you know, so. Especially when, when he's pulling from the Nacogdoches star right. on, the, on the court. From the logo, half mm-hmm. court almost. Mm-hmm. Exactly. When he's like standing by Keller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, watch this coach. Beep. Yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah, his series were great. And we had, we had a bunch of guys with some view. And I'm like, I did not just note everyone who made a three, but I noted if they made like a beautiful three that just looked mm-hmm. amazing. Uh, obviously we had trail. Mm-hmm. Juice had a beautiful three. Chemo had a beautiful three. CC had a beautiful three. Nana. Yeah. Our our big guys got got some in the three game too yesterday. I love, awesome. I agree. I love how we have multiple weapons from behind the arc. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You know, not saying that last year we didn't. We had Trell. Um, you know, on occasion, Rati, Nigel, etc. But we have so many weapons of guys, and our bigs can hit threes. Mm-hmm. We've seen Nana do it. We've seen, you know, our guys on Monday do it. I mean, and you know who else I've heard is a good three shooter? Clayton. I don't haven't talked. 
I don't think he took one yesterday. He did I don't, I don't, I don't think he did, but so, that's some person. That's someone who I want to talk about real quick because we haven't really mentioned him yet. Clayton Southwick, this guy, sweet baby child. He, first of all, you can't miss him. <laughs> Taller than a son of a gun. And Mr. Clean is what they call him. Uh, and you, obviously, for obvious reasons, he's bald. Okay. But anyway, I love Clayton. I love Clayton. He was a workhorse. He, I mean, according to his wife and Chauncey, he lost over 20, what, 30 pounds over the summer? I want to say they said 25 or 30. Oh. And his wife said that was within like a month and a half. Exactly. Wow. Nuts. So first of all, there's that. Second of all, he was all over the place. He was defending like a son of a gun. He was on the ground getting assists. Like he was all over the place for this, for the minutes that he was in, he was playing some very, very good high octane basketball, which you mm -hmm. love to see. And he was, he was good on the dribble, which makes me happy and a big man. Cause y'all know ball security. I hate getting nervous when a big man can't dribble and does. Here's the thing. The big men don't have to dribble. What they do have to do is know that if they can't dribble, they don't dribble. Yeah. Nothing I hate more than a big man who can't dribble, but tries to. And he dribbled multiple times and I was never anxious. Right. Yeah. Clayton. Oh yeah. I like Clayton. He, that, he was good. I mean, he, I think he started off a little, when I saw him, he started off a little slow, I guess, because the first game, you know, trying to get used right. to everything. But he kicked it in. I mean, he was strong in the paint, too. I mean, he was strong. Strong. Defensive-wise, he was good, too, especially on the other side. I agree. I agree. And that's exactly what you want to see out of a big man. You want to see strong. You want to see, you know, you want to see aggression. You want to see all of these things. You don't want, obviously, someone down there like a bulldozer causing fouls every which way. But you want to see someone who is aggressive down there in the paint. And, again, that's something that we really just didn't have. Of course, we had Nana, but Nana was the only one. Because mm -hmm. Nana was the only one up until when he got hurt. That was that was our tall post guy. Jalil was hurt like 80% of the season. And he couldn't play for a lot of minutes. And that's another guy who lost a ton of weight over the summer. A lot, a lot of weight over the summer. And he is quick. He is nimble. Um just very a few agile. things, very agile. Just a few things he probably needs to continue working on. But other than that, I'm just happy that he doesn't have a boot on his foot. Knock on wood. Yep. You and know that's something I, so, I I saw with the with the starting lineup we had this uh, this past week. Even though I liked how we had the height better down in the post this year. Even though last year I, I know we had the injuries and all that, it was nice seeing it. And then even substituting, we still had the height. Even when Day Day came in, he played like he was that tall. So of yeah. course, of course. I mean, in the 13 minutes Clayton was in, for example, I mean he had five rebounds in 13 mm -hmm. minutes. He had eight points in 13 minutes. Yeah, pretty much all those points coming from field goals. Uh, but again, that's fine. I yeah. don't care. <laughs> hey, points, <laughs> I, I, are, points are points. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me. Uh, same thing with Jaleel. He had he played for 14 minutes, had eight points as well. And he had uh, how many? Uh, three rebounds, and he had uh, one steal as well. So I mean, again, first game, a lot of minutes spread apart. Multiple guys. Again, we had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen dudes suit up and get in the game. Everyone who suited up got in the game. Yep. 
When was the last time that's happened? Couldn't tell you. Probably won any game last season. Never last mm -hmm. season. Never. Um, any more positives, Jacqueline, on your end before we move on to the yeah. few so grievances? Just a few really quick ones. Um, okay. So one, one other highlight I got to make for our boy trail was, as usual, he was playing some great D. He got um, two steals and he took two charges. Uh, we had... I want to highlight also, we had several guys with like multiple assists. And so I just, I love to see it. Everyone on this team is completely unselfish. We had Kimo had five assists. Matt had three. Day Day had five. Cece had four. AJ had four. Um, and all of those dudes can score on their own. And they're being super unselfish to give the ball up. Love to see it. Uh, that's all I got. Yeah, no, I agree. You know how much we love unselfishness, putting your body on the line to a point, not to where you get hurt, but putting your body on the line for your team, getting those charges. I think that is a extremely important element to the game that you can't dismiss because here's my thing. Even if you're not having the best game point-wise, um, and you and you know it and you recognize it, there are other ways you can contribute to the game and and taking charges, uh, playing lights out defense, those are some of the ways that you can do that. And so it's always great to see guys all across the board doing that. Exactly. Sweet. All right, let's get it on to the section that you love to hate and hate to love. Thank in anticipation. I know. Uh, thankfully, we don't have a lot of grievances. Oh, did the music not play the clip? Oh, shoot. Oh, wait, hold on a second. It's because I have my headphones plugged in. That's okay. That's <laughs> One moment. I was like, we're waiting. <laughs> I thought it played and that you could hear it. I'll do the Jeopardy music. Did it not play? Mm -mm. Okay. I got a lot of problems with you people. And you're going to hear about it. And you're going to hear about it. You. So, yeah. Well, I, you play, you play it, I played it twice. I don't know why it didn't come out. <laughs> Usually it's George Casanza from Seinfeld. Uh, Jerry Stiller giving us the... Yeah. The airing of grievances, but um, traditionally Festivus begins with the airing of grievances. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I got a lot of problems with you people, and now you're gonna hear about it. You. So let's hear about it. Okay, so my first quick one, and I, I kind of mentioned this earlier, just to me, it's a double-edged sword if the substitutions are too frequent. And my point being, yesterday there was a time where I, I couldn't even tell you what happened because I don't think anybody knew what was going on. Um, nope that Keller got very confused. I don't know. Somebody got confused. Everyone was confused. I think he was trying to put Matt in, but then he was yelling at Matt. I don't even know. I, I think he was telling Matt to come in, but then Matt didn't come. And then he yelled at him and he came out there and then there were too many people out there. So he had to yell at him to come back and everyone was confused. And I was like, 
yeah, if we didn't sub every minute, <laughs> we wouldn't be so confused. But that's just my opinion. I'll chalk that up to first game. Yeah. Just got to get we'll things. Get yeah. 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 We'll, we'll get it together. Maybe Keller's just also overwhelmed with the amount of oh, options so he has. Yes. yes probably. Mm -hmm. Not used to it. Not used to it. Yeah. I agree. I agree. That was, uh, it was a funny moment because obviously we're sitting right there on the first and second rows. So like we hear it all, we see it all. And so it was funny to us. It was a confusing moment for Matt. He thought he was in trouble. He's like, ah, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. Um, so first kind of thing, it, again, it's not a grievance about the game. I don't have many grievances about the game at all because it is what it is. It's a, it's a first game of the season. It's an NAIA team. We're expected to win. We did a uh, couple of my grievances are as follows. Um, first of all, the shrilling and squeaking of those children during the free throws was cute the first time, adorable the second time, and then the next 25 times in the second half were just ear piercing, and I could not deal with it anymore. I know what they were trying to do. I appreciate their effort. I really do, but it was giving me Harry Potter uh, pulling the thing out of the pot scream yeah, yeah. <laughs> um vibes those kids were all hyped up on being out of school being at a basketball game getting popcorn and probably candy and a soda and a hot dog mm -hmm. whatever else yeah um, and jackson since you were at meet the jacks last night to hear this part so uh i can't remember if you saw him but did you see miles come out um mm -hmm. yeah like halftime so he told us, he told Alex now last night, he said, yeah, I, tr I tried to come out, um, but it was, it was too loud for all the kids. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I could tell I was going to get a headache and we were like, don't blame you, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I understand. Even Brian said, yeah, the kids were tough to deal with on TV too. It was so high pitched. However, it's always cool to see a more full arena. No, couldn't agree more. Yes. Love having butts and seats. Love that so much, but I, I wasn't sure if that came through the TV, but obviously it it did. Uh, yeah. yeah, try in person, Brian. It was ten times worse. Um, again, love that they were there. I think it's great exposure yeah. for them. Uh, it's fantastic opportunity for them to get into basketball or just into uh, get involved at SFA, and I love it. It's just the screeching and the the screaming was. Mm delightful um anywho uh a couple other things um transition game back on defense obviously you know again chalking it up to first game uh jitters maybe still working out some kinks on defense working out some you know just communication and plays but there was just a few moments especially first half was fine there wasn't a lot uh, negative, I really have to say about the first half. It was more so second half. Things started to get a little chaotic. And I think it was also, too, because the the team we were playing was also very erratic and chaotic, too, yeah. on their offense. Mm -hmm. And so we also had to be erratic and chaotic on our defense. And so a little bit of the transition, a little bit of the, the guarding and how we were playing defense was also just kind of wonky. Um, but I also chalk, like I said, up to 
North American also just being all over the place. And uh, it was just, it was a little, it was a little strange for a few series there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. that And that you're right. That chaotic energy, 100% like spreads during a game. And yeah. I think that's kind of why in the second half, uh, it wasn't as like, you know, a 50, 60 point blowout. They started hitting some more threes because they were putting us off kilter on our defense. And so they had more openings mm-hmm. for threes. And that was also one of my other notes was, man, I mean, they had some really wide open three opportunities that it was just really hard for us to get back into the defensive swing just because of how chaotically they passed the ball, which chaos it puts other teams off. So that makes total yeah. sense why you would do that. I get it. We just didn't, we weren't correcting. We weren't, you know, matching their chaos. So. And Jack- they, even started, they started pressing kind of in the second half as well. Oh yeah. You got us. No, I, I agree. Our, our passing on the press. Uh, and it, when, like when they started pressing and then going man to man on defense, uh, North American did. Our, yeah, our passing also got a little chaotic and erratic too, just because uh, people were passing into the lane, right into the hands of the other team. That's where a lot of those turnovers came from. Uh, there weren't a ton. Uh, I mean, there were, but we've had worse. <laughs> so um, <laughs> we've had a lot worse. So that wasn't anything like, again, I'm not concerned about that. It was the first game of the year. Um, but the passing when it comes to the press and that man and man, man on man defense, uh, just, just got to clean that up, you know? Mm-hmm. So I really only had two myself, uh, and there were both defensive notes. One of them, yeah. a regular listener. I say this literally every game. So here goes my broken record. And I 100% understand that we, we play a defense where we overplay the passing lanes. That's the whole point of what we do. So this is mm-hmm. going to happen. I get it. And usually we only have one or two games. It's not the biggest deal. I just overall hate, I hate, hate, hate to see a back go cut. Cause I feel I like know. getting caught with your pants down, man. It's like, come on, just, but you know, we're, we're overplaying purposely on defense and that does better for us in the long run. So I'll say my one little grievance about it and move on. We're not the end of the world. <laughs> I just still like to complain about it. Um, and that's and that's fine. And I totally co-sign that grievance because you're right. That's just our style. But the backdoor cuts, just man, they hit they hit you right in the gut. You're like, because you got to guard the basket too. A basket is your guy as well. You know, like it's just. Um, and my my other one. This I am fully confident that we will button this up going forward. It's just going to take a little bit, but I'm just going to make my point about it. Um, We were a little sloppy yesterday on defense as far as cutting off the passing lane. Mm -hmm. And most of the time it didn't, it didn't really bite us in the ass because we were good enough um, blocking. If, if Mm -hmm. we like didn't cut off the pass, we could still like block the shot or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But the team we played yesterday wasn't as big or as athletic as the teams we're going to play going forward. So like, like tomorrow, not, yeah. We're not always going to be able to rely on having the size advantage or the athleticism step up to still step in and block the shot if we don't play D at the beginning of the equation. Um, but I think right. I think we'll be fine. It's just going to take some time to button it up. That's just something I noticed yesterday that I was like, 
I hope y'all are noticing that like going forward, it's not going to be that easy to like be sloppy on D and then just turn around and block the shot because we're not going to have that size advantage every game. Yeah, you're totally spot on. We're not going to have that luxury, especially moving into conference. Um, I mean, because we know exactly what we're up against in conference. There's a lot of teams out there that uh, are going to have either equal size advantage or even taller guys that on the court at all times. And so we, we have to, you're right, button that up. Uh, last thing I'll say too is just, and it's typical, this is stuff like Jacqueline said that we say almost every game. It's, you know, it's just small itty bitty things. Like, you know, I was talking about uh, the passing when it comes to, you know, the press and getting overwhelmed and, you know, just being erratic and rushing through that and passing into the lane and getting it caught up. Um, and getting, you know, basically it's like, it looks like bad news bears out there where the ball is just running around and you have like 25 people trying to pile onto the ball, trying to get the ball. And I'm like, am I, am I watching a JV junior high game? Like, what are we out there doing? But the other thing too, is just ball security. Um, when you have the ball, uh, regardless if you're down there in the post or if you're dribbling the ball at the point just ball security, just playing heads up basketball and just, you know, knowing who's around you, where the defender is and, and just, just being cognizant of, of where the ball is as well. And knowing that, you know, um, maybe I shouldn't like double triple clutch down Mm -hmm. there in the paint and, you know, get the ball swiped away from me, just small stuff like that. And, and again, that just comes with time and getting back into the groove and things like that. And, yeah, exactly. Dennis agreed with us saying like tomorrow, MTSU will be tough. They always are. When we played them last year, they were tough as nails. And so we can't mm-hmm. do some of the things that we did on Monday night against them because they are a very good team. And my, my one point from the game that I mean, because you know, y'all hit on the field, which I didn't see much, I mean, but the thing that got me was the beginning. I don't know if y'all saw after three minutes, it was two nothing. Yeah, we got off. We usually we 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 start off hot and quick, Mm. and I mean we can't be doing like where we're we only score two points in the first three minutes because we go to these teams like tomorrow, Middle Tennessee. We could be down ten points at this point. Yeah, this is a really good point. And I mean we we can't be starting off slow. Yeah, I mean I which I I think I think they they understand. I'm like first game trying to get back into it, but. I'm used to seeing uh, – remember seeing SFA. They start off hot and quick, and that's something they that definitely do in the first three minutes, like to get the momentum going and all that. Yeah, you know what? That's a really good point. It, we did start off really slow, and I didn't even – I mean, I noticed it, but I didn't even, like, consider that um, in mean, the moment. It, yeah, but, all, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Thinking back. And I mean, it wasn't, like we were play, it wasn't like we were playing sloppy. We were just missing shots, and we were taking good shots. We just couldn't make them. So. Right. They just weren't, they just weren't falling. Mm-hmm. That's true. And that, you know it, and that's going to happen. And again, we were on, we had an advantage just because the team that we were playing, yeah. uh, but you're so right, Jackson playing games against people like middle Tennessee, like Loyola, when we go down to the Caymans, um, like playing um, uh, New Mexico, when they come like, mm-hmm. We, we can't do that. We can't sit around on our butt and hope that we're going to catch up later. We yeah. have to come out hot, swinging, and, you know, put them on their ass right from the beginning. So, um, very good point. That, that's a fantastic point. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, let's see here. 
I'm trying to ch- see Twitter. Our Twitter has been blowing up. Just making sure there weren't any comments. Um, looks like just retweets. Okay, good. Okay, so I got one last thing, and this is not a grievance. It's just a question, and I meant to ask one of the guys about this last night. I meet the Jackson. I completely forgot. Um, so I have to admit, I did not even notice this during the game because I think I was just trying so hard to pay attention to all of our new guys um, and, you know, observe them or whatever. But anyway, mm-hmm. we, get, we get home Monday night, and Dad's like, of course, Richard Parton's going to notice anything different with the jerseys he says why did day day and some of them switch numbers and i'm like they did i, I didn't even notice this but day day last year mm-hmm. was 30 now is number mm-hmm. six, six. Mm-hmm. Matt, mm-hmm. last year was number four is now number one davion last year was number 11 is now number two jalil last year was 12 is now number seven AJ last year was 13 is now number eight. The only two players from last season who kept their numbers were Trell with 10 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and with 22. Mm-hmm. Everyone else changed numbers. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm so confused. I mean, I don't care. I'm just curious what the, what the meaning was. You know what? I'm glad you said that because they're uh, I'm trying to remember who tw- uh, Matt, Matt Atkins. He said the same thing. He goes, I'm trying to, keep up because watching at home it was hard to keep up because people had changed numbers Mm -hmm. and now he's trying to like get used to them in their new numbers and i don't know why and i I think that's a great question we need to ask them next time we see them i know i had it i had it in my brain and then there were just too many things other things going on i forgot so well again we were thrown off kilter and my last grievance is the fact that it was an 11 30 game and i had to go to work come back yeah and, and it, I, it was just a weird game day because I, the rest of the day was just a, a wash for me because I didn't know. I, cool. I tried to get back into the work mode and then I was like, but no, it's like three o'clock. I need to eat. I haven't had like what, what's happening. I don't know where I am, what day it is, what year it is. It was just a, it just threw the rest of my day off axis. So, hey, the thing about that is we were the first. NCAA team to play college basketball this year. So that's also true, which a lot of eyeballs then were probably on us, which is great. I'm just saying. I'm not mad about it in that <laughs> respect, but having to go to work and then having to leave early and then having to try to work again, not ideal for this lady. But anyway, that's a personal one. That's on me. Anyway, um, Man, what a game. It was a great first game. I think it was a good start. I'm ready for the rest of the season. So, Jacqueline, let's hear it. What is your one word to describe the entire game? So, Jackson, we normally do this. One word that you can think of that just describes the entire game analysis. Like, you know, what one word encapsulates this entire day? Or how were you feeling? So, mine yesterday was anticipation because I was Ah. so ready I'm changing mine. I'm changing mine because it was similar to yours. Because I'd originally right. put. I almost you know. put that. I almost put that word. I know. So I changed mine. I changed That's mine. What I That's what I said yesterday. I know. I know. So I was like, I first I put finally was my word, uh, but that was similar to Jacqueline's anticipation. So I switched mine literally three seconds ago, and I just put the word Christmas. <laughs> Christmas came early. Christmas came early, baby. I am so happy. 
Uh, almost put that word because yesterday I was literally like, it's, I say this every year, the first, the first game of the season, I'm like, it feels like Christmas morning. I have mm -hmm. been waiting for this mm -hmm. day. I'm so excited. Yeah. So, so I put Christmas all caps. I changed it literally three seconds ago. So that's my word. Christmas came early. That was our, that was our little, uh, our chant a little bit. Jackson was like, yeah, Christmas came early. And so that, that, that'll be our, that'll be our thing all season. Christmas came early. Mm -hmm. um, so Jackson, do you have a word, something that kind of describes this entire game for you? I'll say intriguing because Ooh. I was Ooh. I was intrigued to see how these new players would adapt to this, the system of basketball. Mm. How, I mean, even though it was the first game against NI school, how they would play, like how like the new different like lineup is, and when they switch and substitute, mm -hmm. and just see how, like I said, the the the, the past returners see how they they go back to where they were playing or mm -hmm. they're better and all, which to me, I thought they looked a whole lot better. Even with day, day being starting off, from, uh, not as a start of this, but like getting easing his way back into it. We know he's been injured, but and just intrigued to see how, like what we can expect moving on this year. So mm -hmm. what a good word. Good. Hey. I like that to do that off of, uh, just kind of out of, you know, nowhere you weren't prepared. I think that that was a good word. Good word. Um, yeah. all right. So we've already said it multiple times. Uh, just as a reminder, the next game is tomorrow night, uh, game time. Do you know game time tomorrow night? Six 30, six 30. I'm assuming it's going to be on ESPN plus. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, oh, sorry, my bad. Seven o'clock on ESPN plus. Okay, yeah, seven o'clock central ESPN plus. Okay, good. Um, perfect. So I'll be at trivia trying to watch the lumberjack basketball game. Anyway, that's me. No one else's problem but mine. Um, so wherever you're at, home, away, on your phone, make sure you tune in. Uh tomorrow night's gonna be a big game. Middle Tennessee is a great mid-major juggernaut. They are a great team. We always, always, always um, I'm not going to say we struggle against them. We struggled last year because we came in and it was Montreal and we were injured already. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that was the main reason why we struggled against them in Montreal was just because we already had a bunch of injuries already at the beginning of the season. So we came in already limping. So I'm hoping tomorrow is more of a redemption tour for us. Mm -hmm. Me too. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Uh, so we'll see how it shakes out. I'm hoping for a good game. Um, hoping the Jacks come in ready to go and, uh, we have a, a good W coming out of tomorrow night. A uh, few more reminders, obviously, of course, follow us on the social media, follow us, um, for all the upcoming basketball content you could imagine, especially because in a what is it? A week and a half or yeah. so. Jacqueline and I will be hitting the old dusty trail down to Houston to catch a flight to the Grand Caymans for the tournament in the Grand Caymans. Thanks for the invite. Uh, I mean, you're more than welcome to get a plane ticket. Uh, we're flying Southwest. So we get two check bags. So you oh, yeah. I, I, I don't bags. know how the don't know how the Jackson Smith fund is looking with for for a plane ticket right now. Listen. Well, about the same as the Alex and Jacqueline fund. Okay, I mean, <laughs> it's called paying for for a reason. They were low, low, low. Um, and I cannot believe that it's 
coming up this quickly because I told I'm Alex. I'm not ready. Crazy. I literally argued with my dad at the game Monday when he was like, well, you're going next week. And I was like, no, it's not. It's the week after next. And he was like, no, it's next week. And I was like, let me pull up the calendar and show you. It's the week after next. And I pulled up the calendar and I was like, oh, it is next week. Yeah, literally not this Saturday, but next Saturday. Like we're mm -hmm. gone. We're out. And so I haven't done a single thing. I haven't started anything to prepare for this trip other than purchasing stuff and just leaving it in my room in a Amazon bag. So I have, we have, we have a lot to do. That's, that's, we have a lot to do, but anyway, so follow us so that you can follow us on our adventures. Uh, we are going to take a road trip down to Natchitoches on Monday. So Jackson, if you're not busy on Monday and you want to go with us to Natchitoches, let us to make that trip. Hop yeah. Let us, summer. Hop in the car. And Kyle McDonald, Mr. Whack Hoops is going to be there. Perfect. Yes. Yeah. So, and that's just an easy trip. It's mm -hmm. just, it feels like it's right down the block, right down the road. Uh, so it'll be, we'll go and come back. Uh, maybe stop for a meat pie. Or two. We got, if we do, we got to stop for a meat pie. I got to say that. So yeah. obviously that's yeah. clearly on the, on, on the, on the agenda. Yeah. I got um, my mother woman to get her one too when I come home. Oh boy. Oh boy. Um, so yeah, follow us, keep in touch with us. Uh, all season long, we're going to be your number one stop for all lumberjack basketball stuff. And last but not least, of course, we can't forget to talk about our amazing, my plates. Uh, we've been seeing more and more purple pride out on the road and we want to continue with that trend. Uh, classic win-win. You get a sweet plate to show your SFA pride and the athletic teams get about 50% of that purchase price. So it's a really Stephen F. Awesome way to support your lumberjacks. I don't know if you've known this, if you've been following us on uh, the podcast for years, you should know this, but if you're a new listener and viewer, you may not. When you buy a five-year personalized purple SFA my plate um, SFA athletics takes in about $250 from that purchase purchase. I can't talk. Um, so there's different options. There's one year, three year, five years. Um, anytime you purchase any of those, it doesn't matter if you get the one year and the background only, which just has the pretty SFA purple with whatever you want it to say um, or whatever the DMV picks for you. Um, that's only 50 bucks. A one year background only is $50. So you're thinking about a Christmas present for you or that special lumberjack in your life. Go get you a my plate. It's a cool, really cool gift to give. Um, so I highly recommend that you do that for that special lumberjack in your life. If you go to www.myplates.com slash lumberjacks, you can actually get up to a $50 rebate. Takes you a few minutes to do this. Uh, they have options where you can lay away. So if you're like, I really want five years, but I really don't have an extra $500 laying around anywhere. Understood. You could totally do a layaway option and pay it off as you go. Um, if you already have my plates, but just not the purple one, you could totally switch it up and for a small fee, get it restyled to SFA. Um, we love our my plates. We can't hide no matter where we go. We are always spotted and people always are taking pictures of our cars and calling us out. <laughs> we can't hide. Yeah. We can't hide, but we love our plates. We love supporting the lumberjacks. We love uh, pubbing our podcast with them. And we are so uh, 
just very honored to have those uh, plates on our car. So um, if you have any desire to get my plates again, go to www.myplates.com slash lumberjacks, grab you some of them. Awesome. My plates and support your jacks. Real fans have my plates. So man, what a day. What a podcast. What two days of basketball fun. And then we got tomorrow with some more basketball. Then we have more basketball. It's just, it's basketball time. Like I was telling somebody the other day, I was like, oh good. It's November. My life is slowing down. Ha. What a joke that was. I, then I sat back and was like, oh no, it's basketball season. And then I smiled. Mm -hmm. I was like, it's basketball season. (laughs) So I just dropped all my other crazy things and then now i picked up more crazy things so um but i wouldn't have it any other way it's basketball season and i'm yeah. so excited i'm excited you. you already know the two basketball games i'm ready for this year so oh two okay games i'm yeah. ready for jackson go ahead and tell the people this will be the last thing we say okay so december 5th uh louisiana tech comes into town where last year i think we beat them at their home we did. And I'm really hoping my mom and sister are listening right now because they're Louisiana Tech alum. Oh. They were both uh, – my mom was a cheerleader there. My sister was a rig blue dancer, and they were both Miss Louisiana Tech. And, uh, yeah, I gave them a hard time whenever SFA beat them. So, they, <laughs> they're – but they're coming into town. I know my sister says she's coming down. Hopefully, <gasps> seek some revenge. That's not going to happen. But, not going to happen. But, no, they, they're excited for that game. And we'll then the one meet her though. Do what? I said we'll be happy to meet her though, but we're oh, not. Yeah, no, they, they, they're not going to get a win, but uh, no, they want to come hang out and enjoy the nice yeah. SFA hospitality. And then the tough one for me this year, December Uh-oh. 29th. Team called University of New Orleans comes into town. Oh boy, that's my that's my alma mater. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. that one's going to be a tough. I mean, I'm I'm going to be rooting for the lumberjacks, but the. You, New what Orleans. are you gonna do? Are you gonna be wearing both? What are you gonna do? I mean, SFA pays the bills for me right now, but I will be right. wearing SFA. But I will have probably I will have my class ring from you and yeah. I. Mean, I'll always okay. be a privateer, so I'm gonna show love. I'm, I'm not. I'm gonna be going back and forth. Yes, 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 yes. So don't be mad at me, okay? So, but no, not other than that, though, no, I'm excited for this basketball season for SFA. I think this is this team's gonna. They're going to shock shock a lot of people this year, so I think so. I agree. I agree. I think uh, a lot of people obviously had us down and out counted last year, um, but with the new guys we have coming in and our returnees, I, I think we're going to shock a lot of people, but we're also going to shut a lot of people up. Mm-hmm. So I'm yeah. excited. I'm excited for that, for sure, for sure. And I, I would love if later on coming to March, you, we're all discussing, hopefully discussing about getting a uh, – in March Madness tournament tickets, hopefully. Fingers crossed. I would I would love to see that again from SFA. Oh God, so would we. You know how much we I mean, yes, even though we went to the game uh in Dallas when we played tech, should have won it. I will yeah. always say I will stand by that. I will die on that hill. That game was a that was that was our game to lose. We lost it, but damn it, we should have won that game. Down to the very last second, we should have won that game. Uh, we should have went on to the next round, but it was what a game to play it in Dallas versus Tech and have all the purple and have all the red, and it was 
Ugh, tech mm-hmm. fans are the worst. But anyway, um, they are. They are. One of my best friends is a tech alum, and he the worst. The worst. The worst. But anyway, I would love to be punching our ticket back to the big dance for sure. Oh yes, it would be. It'd be so wonderful in Vegas to be under those sparkling, beautiful, confetti-filled lights at the end of the day. Um, so let's get there, guys. We're so excited. Alex, All right, I was going to go jump in the fountain over there in Vegas. I'm gonna go jump in Bellagio. 100%. <laughs> I'm swan diving into the Bellagio. <laughs> We're gonna cannonball in there. I'm, I'm cannonballing gonna, I'm, into the Bellagio off the Spago balcony. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna I would need to see a video of that so badly. That I'm telling awesome. you right. I'm telling you right now. I, I mean, I'm gonna swan dive off something. It may be the Spago <laughs> balcony, Wolfgang Puck, Puck's restaurant, or I'm be swan diving into a pool. I don't know, but I, something, something, or I'll be doing this at the club. <laughs> but it's only oh, gonna be man. like 20 bucks because that's all i can <laughs> we're gonna do like five swipes and then yeah one two that's it i'm done that's all i got <laughs> oh my god go grab it back <laughs> no 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 i need that i need that i need yeah. to pay my tap i need to pay my tap yeah 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 oh my god no uh you gotta come with us jackson i gotta see because you know that's, that's around golf season time you know oh. I know. All right. All right. Maybe, maybe it's a weekend that we have off. You never know. So You never know. You never know. It is a little bit later this year because uh, for once, my spring break and the WAC tournament align, which hasn't happened okay. since we started playing at the WAC tournament. So I'm kind of excited for that. Um, I won't have to take many days off of work like I normally do. But anyway, I digress. Um, all right. So we've been on for about an hour and 33 minutes. I'm sure everybody's tired of hearing us talk. Um, but of course we could talk for so much longer about this team. Cause we're just that excited about it. Um, it's been a while since we've had a team. I mean, obviously every single year we're excited and we have a lot of hopeful expectations for the, for the squad and for the team. Um, but this year it just, it feels different this year. It just has a, just a different vibe to it. Um, you know how much we love our, you know, our old school boys, you know, like Kevon and, and Nate and, and Johnny boy, those, those teams will always be like number one in our hearts. But I, I gotta say this team, oh boy, it's going to be they're They're up there. They are up there. So can't wait to see how, yeah. Can't wait to see how the rest of the season plays out. Um, we're excited. We're ready. Hope to see all of you who have been listening, who have been on here on and off, um, everyone who's going to listen after this is posted, we hope to see you in the sawmill for a game. We hope to see you on the road for a game. If you're in your area, um, at any time, if you guys are ever coming to knack or if we're coming to you, please hit us up. Um, we would love to hang out pregame. We would love to, uh, sit together for going on an away game. Please, please, please. Do what you can to come and support this team and the ladies. We love the ladies too. Um, in, in the sawmill, uh, Coach Bishop and Len, you know, Len has a great squad. Those ladies are are fantastic, um, and they deserve all the support in the world too. So, um, we're excited for a good season. Excited for what the rest of the the year is going to unfold and marching right into twenty twenty four. So. Um, Jackson, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Uh, taking time out of your busy schedule in life as the, you know, VIP important coach, uh, assistant coach for the, for the golf team. And, uh, 
We appreciate it and we're excited. And if you want to come on Monday, you let us know. Sounds good. Thanks. Thanks for having me. And for all the yeah. listeners still listening, hey, make sure you follow uh, SFA golf for men's and women's uh, golf this year. Uh, like uh, The spring's going to be fun. So um, hopefully you'll be hearing some more good news, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this, for this basketball season and the spring golf season. So uh, please again. do. Yeah. No, I was going to say, uh, uh, Jackson, if, if you ever, if you post on Twitter or something like the, the spring tournaments, the ones that are in Texas specifically, mm-hmm. um, post them and then we'll share them so that some of the, our followers who are in those areas in Houston and Dallas, um, could possibly come out and support the, support the teams. Uh, I can do that. Yeah. Cause that would be great. I know people all over are always finding ways, trying to find ways to come support, um, locally near mm-hmm. them. So that would be, that'd be great. All right. So hope you guys have a wonderful night. Thank you for listening and following along with us. And as always, Axum Jacks. With Axum. Alex and Jacks. Axum y'all.